And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, 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 hey. What's good? What's good? What's good? Happy hump day. What's good hey, with you? Girl, happy Wednesday. Nothing, child. Just, whew, honey, it's been a long day. I am drained. Yeah, it's been a very long day for me. I've had such a busy, jam-packed day. I have not had a moment to breathe, and I still have a, I feel like I have a million things to do. Like, a, a, a million, a, a million is, I don't think I'm underestimating uh, when I say a million, but um, we hear, we hear, we hear. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, how is the start to your week? What's going on with you? How's the week looking? Um, what's good? Girl, I can't complain a bit. It's just been a busy, busy, busy day. So I'm I'm exhausted. But it's been a good week so far. Okay, okay, okay. How about um, you? It's been a busy day for me again, as I said, and it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. I feel like I need a vacation. Like it's been oh. yeah, I feel like it's been a busy week. And I'm going to have another busy day tomorrow. I'm looking forward to some time off. Like I'm sitting up here really trying to figure out in my mind when I can have some time off. I feel like I should have taken off Friday and even Friday in and of itself wouldn't be enough. I need to plan a little nice little date with the mister. Like I want some time off, but I need to get my hair and nails done too. And then, you know, I just... I need a couple days. I need, you know, some little time. A week would do it for me. Like a, just yeah, a me good too. week with nothing to do. Mm -hmm. Nobody to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Just yes. a good week. That, that sounds so perfect. And I feel like I'd be back on track. But girl, like you know what? kind of whooped me. You know what I'm it saying? It really does. But you know what? I need a week. But I know like the first probably half of that week, I would be cleaning and getting things in order before I. No, but I'll, girl, that's the week. The week listen. before you get all that stuff done. And then. <laughs> true, do true, true. The week yeah, before girl. so that I could have my full week to myself and not do anything. But I think I'm going to try to wait and to take some significant time off until hubby's birthday and try to do something real nice, real fun with him for his birthday and take some substantial time off around that time, which it ain't really going to be vacation vacation because that's going to be right after the holiday. So anyway, but I'm going to try to take some time off of multiple days and a little extended vacation for sure. Okay. Okay. That's the plan. So, um, but child, I got quite a bit of tea. Oh, child, <laughs> let's get off into it, honey. Let's get off into busy the tea, week. baby. It's, it's, it's all kind of tea um, to be spilled. You want to start us off? Oh, child. Hmm. What's good? Okay. Um, first, let's talk about Erica Banks. Mm-hmm. Erica Banks, is she a rapper? I don't know what the girl yeah, does. Yeah, she's a rapper. She's okay. a rapper of, of sorts, if you well, will. Well, Erica said, I don't want to really kick it with you out in public if you don't meet a certain criteria. Mm -hmm. She was like, you can be nice, you could be pretty, you could be whatever. But when it's time to go get them niggas, um, look, mama with a little ass, homegirl with too much weight, 
y'all ain't gonna be able to hang um if you don't look the aesthetic you ain't got the beat face you ain't got the designer you ain't got the the bbl going oh you know honey you can't sit with us mm -hmm. and it's like she had everybody so upset with that and i'm like why are people so upset because she vocalized it or are people really trying to sit here in front like we don't judge each other off of those things or pick our friends like that um what are your thoughts about it so um I, I mean i do think that in reality you know people gravitate to sort certain groups like for me personally i would say so here's the thing i have been on both sides so when i first moved to atlanta so my cousin lived here when i first moved here and my cousin worked for a modeling agency and when i first moved here i found out really quickly that atlanta was all about aesthetics and of course i'm dark-skinned girl and when i first moved here i was like you know maybe like 160 you know eight ten um but i was bigger than my cousin's group of friends because they were models you know and all of them fit a certain aesthetic mix loose texture hair you know very skinny very yeah. thin girls um but i still always went out with them party with them never felt out of place like and i never felt like i wasn't wanted or anything like that and they we always 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 got invited into sections i was never turned away it was a different type of it was a different time <laughs> but um this was in the 2000s but um you know visions 112 um what yes. other clubs <laughs> yeah, like it was a different time, but um, it was like all the clubs on Far Road we would go out to. Um, and it was fun times. I enjoyed myself, but and I'm very much an introvert. So I was, you know, different from her group of friends. But my cousin, this is my first cousin, like our moms are sisters, like we slept in the same bed, we grew up very close, like, this yeah. is my first cousin. So um, like, it was, wasn't like, oh, you know, and we like, we were roommates. So it wasn't like I wasn't invited, like she was excited to have me and you know, but I know that I didn't fit that you know, niche group of friends that she had. Mm -hmm. And no lie, like the guys in the section weren't necessarily um, attracted to me. Now, but when I, whenever I went out, like there were guys that would try to talk to me, guys that were attracted to me, but it wasn't the guys necessarily in the section. I never felt out of place. I never felt excluded or anything like that. So I was never like, um, never felt, you know, felt like I didn't belong. I say all that to say that. But for as it as for me, I do think that I am attracted to a certain aesthetic when it like my friends fit a certain aesthetic. But more than anything, their personalities are very similar. My friends, all of my friends are extreme extroverts because I'm an introvert. My friends, so much so that like for my wedding, I was overwhelmed with their personalities because they're so loud, so bubbly. All of them are like the center of attention. They like to be center of attention chicks. And it was overwhelming to me. 
Um, so okay. more than anything, I'm attracted to women that have a certain type of personality, but they're all, you know, attractive women. So I do think that she had a point in what she was saying. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it wasn't bothersome because I'm old and I'm washed. I ain't going to nobody club hanging out anyways. Right. But, you know, the time that I was going out in clubs, um, I didn't notice like people turning people away because someone with you doesn't fit a certain aesthetic. I mean, not in Atlanta that was that's to me more of but LA, also in New Atlanta York. like there aren't like it's not like Hollywood where you ain't getting in a club if you don't look a certain way like Hollywood is very strict on al only allowing women in, in certain clubs in Hollywood you gotta have fit a certain aesthetic in order to even get in so yeah I, I didn't yeah. feel any type of way about it I didn't feel any type of way about it too, but the backlash that she received was so like, why is everybody tripping? Everybody does this in sh some shape, form or fashion. We do it. It's it's part of being a human. But so do you think when, it was because like, sis, you just got your body done. Like, sis, you fresh off the it, operating it, it don't table matter. yourself. It don't matter. Um, I mean, maybe they felt like it was a bit hypocritical. Like, okay, so like, and in addition, didn't she get turned away or wouldn't allowed in somebody's section because of her skin tone or something like that? I believe she did, but oh, okay, so point. maybe they were saying she was a hypocrite. Um, but uh, to me, it doesn't necessarily make her hypocritical. Um, and as opposed to that's just how life goes. You're not going to be welcome in everybody's circle. And and as a matter of fact, I wouldn't want to be around a person who wouldn't want to be around me anyway. So, you know, like uh, trying to scold her for it, I thought was kind of funny, um, especially if it came down to like older women. And I'm like, <laughs> we could be the worst when it comes to being exclusionary. And so I'm like, that's her prerogative. That's how she feels. And I mean, yeah. I noticed that. And I'm going to tell you like when I noticed it. Mm -hmm. So there was like a group of light skinned girls and these light skinned girls took pictures together. They only hung out with each other. They were all considered baddies. But I was like, damn, they ain't got no dark skinned friends. And it made me think about it. And I'm like, but the aesthetic of four bad light skinned chicks walking in a spot kind of shuts down some shit at least in the South, at least where I'm from, or uh, for dark-skinned chicks, because I've seen it in every uh, racial group. I've seen it in every estate, you know, for dark-skinned baddies walk mm -hmm. into a room, that shuts shit down, especially if they bad. And I'm like, if chicks are saying that they want to be on pe with people that they consider their equal, so be it. You know, yeah, and to me, it's kind of like that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Why is there? Um, yeah, I I understand both sides of the argument. Like I get, you know, both sides. I I really didn't care too much. I'm like, okay, that's her opinion. But she said yeah, the loud part out loud. Like, the thing is, she said the loud part out loud, so people got offended about. That. Yeah, and and that's the thing with society. I'm like, y'all be ready to be so offended over the smallest things that you probably practice yourself. But but the fact right. that she had the gall to say it out loud was yeah, like she oh said the quiet God. part out loud. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, I was just like okay, <laughs> and yeah, um, you know, that's 
that's her opinion. That's like, and I do think, but the thing is too, like I've never met someone that I was like, damn, she cool as hell. But I've never ever met anyone that I felt like she cool as hell, but I'm not gonna be her friend and or she cool as hell and we friends, but she can't go with me here. Like I've never ever felt like that about someone either. Like, oh, she like, like clicked with someone, you know, like I like genuinely clicked with somebody and felt like they had a super cool personality, but because of their physical appearance, didn't want them to attend or felt like she cool, but she only cool for these type of functions either. Yeah. But I, I think people do that in general. Um, like I, I, you know, people are just people, honey. And then if you know you got a loud ass, ratchet ass, ghetto ass friend that ain't gonna know how to control herself, mm. you're probably not going to invite her to a, an event that requires you to be very quiet and poised because she's mm -hmm. the type that doesn't give a fuck. And what comes up comes out. And That's true. And unfortunately, we are in a society where aesthetics are extremely important. And, you yeah. know, especially in the nightlife, we can't act like it doesn't matter because it does. Yeah. Yep. A shout but, out to D the trucker. He says, Sister George, did you get your interview with the leader of the American Passport Paradise Compound? I tried to hook up with APPC and by APPC with the leader of the American Passport Compound. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Austin Holliman. Mm -hmm. Holliman. Child, I think they didn't got to the boy. I tried to get an interview. He was like, yeah, Sister George, just email me. Then I emailed the man. The man ain't said nothing since yesterday, child. And now I'm like, damn, did they, did they, you know, did you ever think well, about us being black yesterday, Sometimes I don't immediately respond, but maybe. Child, you we'll, think we'll, we was black <laughs> We'll see. Um, I wanted to ask you about, oh, child, I know what I wanted to ask you about. Did you see that the sexual abuse lawsuit was dropped against Tiffany and Aries' child? Another it's example this. of a parent selling a fucking kids out. Mm. Listen, but the thing is, it wasn't though. It wasn't even the parent because, you know, Jane Doe herself was the one who was leading the charge on this um, lawsuit. It wasn't the mom. It was the 22 year old. I'm saying the mom sold them out or put them in a position to sell out again. Um I look at these things and I, I was sitting there saying, I'm like, so mm -hmm. because they took it, it was getting ready to go to federal court, if I'm not mistaken. No, and, they were trying to file criminal charges. Right. But from what I was told with those criminal charges, there were pictures, there was mm -hmm. more footage that was uh, supposedly more damning. Mm -hmm. And of course, it all... Um, Tiffany would never do anything like this to us. Yeah, she and I'm sitting like there and family. I'm like, baby, that statement was like, I was like, get the heck out of here. Um, yeah, they issued quite a statement saying that, um, that they don't believe that, you know, Tiffany is like family and they don't think that she would ever do anything like that or partner with anyone to harm them. And I mean, they essentially retracted their earlier statements that they made regarding her. And it was very clear that some, and, and there were allegations that there was talk 
before that um, a st that 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 they were in the process of trying to reach a settlement. So it's clear that a settlement was reached and the talks of them trying to reach a settlement prior to them coming out with the statement was there was an um there was an allegation that they wanted her to do a public apology. She must have said hell to the no 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 because she did not issue a public apology, but instead they came out and issued a statement retracting their original statement and almost essentially, you know, um backstepping and saying that they don't think that Tiffany would ever do anything to harm them and she's like family and yada yada yada. I'm like, what the hell? Girl, you and me both, because I sat there and I'm like, so it, it now this is the fucked up part. Mm -hmm. If those things were unfounded and you decided to bring forth a claim, you decided to bring forth a claim about somebody molesting. Sorry, I, I don't want to say the word, but you brought about a serious claim. Mm hmm then for you to get on and retract that or to act like you didn't say, like you like you called her a bitch or something and you mm -hmm. just like oh you know my bad for calling her a bitch mm -hmm. um that was just like omg um tiffany has uh made a statement today that all of her gigs were gone um mm -hmm. and i knew you know, that would be yeah and nobody's uh feeling any type of remorse for it. like bitch what you think was gonna happen uh um, yeah do you I think that she gonna lose money was like she and yeah the thing is like i'm gonna tell you something okay so this is how i feel about it i feel like victims deserve to be compensated because when you are victimized in that way you are undoubtedly going to have some trauma and you deserve compensation where it goes wrong to me is when you don't pursue criminal charges or you drop the criminal charges in lieu of just compensation because then it does make it seem like, especially when the person, the perpetrator comes out and says, oh, this is just about a shakedown. And then there's talk of some sort of settlement and you settle and then you come out and you retract your earlier statement and say, oh, well, we didn't mean it and we're not going to pursue criminal charges then it makes it seem as though it is just about money when yes. sure financial compensation can aid you in you know um improving your mental health and improving your mental state and getting back to where on your road to recovery but if these are perpetrators or in many cases not this specific case but in cases where there is an sa that takes place and someone is physically assaulted um, you are leaving a perpetrator free to, um, you know, assault someone else. So I feel very conflicted in those cases where just a settlement is reached and just a financial settlement is reached and there are no criminal charges that are pursued because then you are leaving that person free to um you know actually victimize someone else so yeah. and but what i think and oftentimes what happens we see situations like this and then 20 30 40 years later they come back out and say oh no we were victimized and we felt pressure to do da 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 da, da and we have another r kelly bill cosby this situation that situation like 
flex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every time something like this happens and a woman decides to take a payoff, um, <laughs> it's not, a, I'm be honest with you, even mm-hmm. though I get the financial compensation and all that, I get it. But to me, that's be it's it's like that's a that's the new hustle. Mm. So it doesn't make people apt to believe um victims when they do decide to come forward, especially if they're a, yeah. a quote unquote real victim. You're right, um, Danny. So I, I don't know. I, I was like, it's just not a good look. I'm yep. sitting here. I, I'm glad Tiffany is losing out on money. I hope she loses a lot more. Um, I just found I knew the whole they was stunt to be hit them pockets, baby. I said that they Good. if they if they if it impacted Bill, America's father, I'm like, oh, she's a Z-list celebrity at best. They gonna hit them pockets too, baby. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Um, Death Racer people don't care about others getting assaulted. Um, we've seen it time and time again. Right. Uh, the victim is damn near gonna become obsolete. And, and it's right. it's sad and it's messed up to say, but that's the road that we're headed down. You're right. But and I was talking to my husband about this and I was like, so do you think most of the most of these victims, if given an opportunity, if they said you can only choose one criminal charges and this per- so that this person can't assault another or financial compensation for you? And he said most will choose financial compensation. And I think so, too. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I get wanting financial compensation because you want to be made whole. And that is right. But I think that, um, you know, a lot of time, specifically in this situation where they're yelling, it's a shakedown, it's a shakedown, it's a shakedown. Me personally, that public apology would have been a requirement. I need acknowledgement for what you did. Yeah. Or uh, it's a shakedown, it's a shakedown, and because that's exactly what they said at first. When it comes down to stuff like that, do you fight the case or do you pay the people off? And to me, a payoff is still somewhat is somewhat an, an admission of guilt. If I did not do anything to you, mm. I'm less, I'll take that shit to trial because my oh. reputation would be that important. But, you know, it, it, it costs money that. to fight shit out. Yeah, but, oh. Because of the capacity that I work in, and yeah, I won't say here, but um, I look at that completely different. Um, I authorize payouts for things that are not um, that companies are not guilty of all the time because it's a good business decision. Because um, an elderly person was involved, a child was involved, and it would look horrible publicly. It could be a media frenzy if it got out, and we, you know, there was an impact to a child or you know a dog or a pet, and you know if someone threatens going to the media. So because of that, I understand the business decision to pay you know issue a payment so i understand it from that aspect but i just personally think that for a victim if someone victimized you and then they yell foul um and then they issued a payment and made you say that you lied like that would not fly with me at all yeah i i think you have a extra great point um it wouldn't fly with me either but the simple fact is 
if the girl then took the payout and then she only came forward to say, oh, Tiffany would never do this. Now you're trying to separate Aries. <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, mm -hmm. Aries, Tiffany, you're just as complicit as Aries, if not more. <laughs> I know. Like, they just no, still through Aries under the bus. <laughs> do not go. Stop. Do not go. No, ma'am. Get your ass back over there with him. Um, go sit in the corner. Like, I, and then what I be trying to figure out, this is the shit I be trying to figure out with mm -hmm. people whose children have been victimized. Mm -hmm. At the very least, at the very least, Tiffany should have had a well-whooped ass. You should have heard about some charges being filed against somebody that attacked Tiffany Haddish um, for fucking with their kid. Mm. Somebody should have got their ass whooped. Mm. And I'm like... We keep sending a message that our children aren't protected when it comes down to shit like this. That's true. And Very and true. It, it's crazy as hell because I'm I'm sitting there, I'm looking at R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Tiffany and Aries now. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at all the motherfuckers that was in uh Hollywood, like mm -hmm. the kids that was in Hollywood. Absolutely. And all Chris happened. Stokes and all these other fools. Why has not, like nobody has been made an example of Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what message are you sending out when that it's okay? Just give me a few dolls. You yeah. can mess with my kids. Just give me a few dolls. That's exactly what it's sending out. And I'm like, how the fuck is nobody not seeing this? I'm like, at the very least, homegirl should have she should have been the bitch left on national TV. All the bitch breaks off Tiffany. Like, girl. Wow. Baby, I get listen, angry about it every time. I just found that to be too interesting. When I read that, I was too through. Like, what? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And they so. still get to walk around, and they have an opportunity to do it to somebody else's fucking kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the thing is, although the the everything was dismissed, her career will still take a significant hit because we've already seen the evidence. They can dismiss all they want. Now, if we had never seen the evidence and everything had already been taken down and, you know, it had never been public, maybe she wouldn't have been impacted. But because it was already out there for the world to see, damage has already been done, you know. Yeah, I, I was just like, wow, like mm -hmm. what in the entire hell? Yeah. Um, there was something. Do you have something that you want? Yeah, to go ahead, go ahead. You go first, and then I'll. Well, I'll I'm trying to find mine because, honey, I got to read it to you, honey. Okay, so, um, did you see the information that came out about the insane increase or rise in um STDs of uh, syphilis and HIV baby like on the rise like a mofo y'all couldn't wear masks and apparently y'all can't wear condoms either like everybody sneaky linking and nobody is wrapping it up because um the CDC came out with information indicating that the that not just uh, wait, not just HIV, but syphilis, chlamydia, like Ooh, diseases child. are on the rise and they're increasing rapidly. Like y'all just nasty as heck out here spreading. Somebody said oh, lied and said people wasn't having sex, and clearly that's not true because y'all spreading diseases. What's what's tea? 
uh girl they acting like it's the fucking 70s all over again <laughs> what it, the entire heck like so who's who lied and said folks wasn't having sex clearly y'all still having sex and ain't protecting yourselves that is so disgusting to me i'm so glad that i ain't dealing with folks like girl that part but i mean the guys over here don't have to worry about any of <laughs> but you know i read something i told you before where somebody said even if you married you should be still getting tested um quarterly too child even if you married i can a actually said, um i think you should have a proper uh you should still be going to see your your obgyn like for you sure you supposed to uh make sure you checking on your vagina health and yeah but do you think yeah, quarterly I, STD checks is required? Should be required if you marry? I don't know if quarterly STD checks should be required. But you know, mm -hmm. I I would say that's up to everybody's discretion. You know, uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. You should definitely. That's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Girl, you know the space <laughs> is teaching me to be politically correct. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Good work. <laughs> Well, all right what you got okay girl so let me read this to y'all this was uh supposedly a viral post or whatever but i saw this on princella's page and a couple of friends of mine shared this uh post um so damn andy i cannot stand this fool Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. It says, uh, my friend is taking two accounting classes and she's talking about how she misses out on so much sleep because she has to wait for her kids to go to bed before she can do her homework or she does her homework at work during her lunch hour. She said she can't do it on the weekends because she uses the weekends to spend time with her kids and they need all of her attention. She says she's always the first to wake up and the last to go to bed because she has to make breakfast, get the kids ready, clean the house, do laundry, make dinner, and now she has to fit in homework. So she's only been getting four to five hours of sleep a night she wakes up exhausted chugging coffee and energy drinks to stay awake once she was done lamenting how hard it is to work full-time raise kids and go to school i gently reminded her that she has a husband there were married women in the comments amen and yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Let me tell my story, girl. Yeah, girl. All I have, I be working, I be cooking, I be cleaning, I be doing the laundry. I turn on when he say he wants to do his business and he just climbs on top of me. And so I go through the comments because I'm sitting here like, so she ain't signed up for this shit. Um, then it said, Oh, her husband pays all of the bills and she gets to use her money on extracurricular activities or the family's vacation but you know her money's basically hers she was going to school um she chose to go to school uh, because uh her husband owns his own business and as opposed to hiring somebody to do their books she was gonna learn how to do the books then she says she wanted to open up it was said that she wanted the lady wanted to open up um her own accounting firm 
So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking and I'm like, you are doing all of this. And so then it was like, well, why don't she just hire a maid? You know, um, the girl who originally made the post said the girl's mother is actually the one who cleans her house, which I don't really know what that had to do with the girl, but I'm sitting there like, you don't get any time to yourself or you don't know how to set boundaries. And so then when you get fucked over or you feel like you're getting fucked over, you want to be the victim and the volunteer. And of course they don't really believe in divorce or whatever, but it was some plotting going on. People was like, Oh, well she's in the right place. So she can count up all the money and then take his ass to the cleaners. And it was so many different women saying that type of shit. But I was just like, so you work, 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 and your husband don't do shit, and he just gets to kick up his shoes, and you you running around like a chicken with your head cut off, and then you decided to take on another task. It was just super duper weird to me. What are your thoughts? Um, I think that I, I absolutely agree that she hasn't set any boundaries. I absolutely agree that she is permitting that she is complicit in her own misery um but i also think like where the fuck is your husband like where's your husband like i don't like i don't know what type of man is going to be okay with sitting back and watching his woman struggle like that like i don't know what type of real man what type of man worth his salt is okay with just sitting back and watching your wife struggle, but she is absolutely complicit in her own struggle. She is, you know, and this is an age old argument that we're seeing online. Like this is very common. This is something we're yeah. seeing women complain about. I do agree with your overall premise that women cannot volunteer for this and then cry victim. But I also feel that any man that is sits there and you know, it's okay with this type of situation that you can't be mad that your wife is unhappy and that ultimately the marriage falls apart too. Like you, even if she never said anything, you see the struggle. Even if she like, you know, yes, she should be speaking up for herself. What type of idiot does not but you also have two eyes and see the struggle as well. You see your wife not being able to sleep at night. You see the kids, you know, um, how 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 overworked she is. You you see all of these things too. She's dumb as hell. But at the same time, I could not in good faith watch my husband do everything in the house. And even if he was like, I got it, you know. I'm a man. I got this. These my boys. We got three sons. I got this. I'm I'm the father. I'm a take. There's no way that I wouldn't be like, oh no, uh uh, honey, you working two jobs. You going to school. I'm stepping in. I don't care what you say. I'm going to step in. That yeah. that is. I would not be able to not step in and aid him and take some of the load off. That just as his partner in life, I would. You know, that's just me. I I was sitting there and I'm like, so you know women will sit there and complain to other women but women don't always tell both sides of the fucking story mm -hmm. so um you know when it was found out that she um spends all of her money on whatever she wants and her husband pays all of the bills 
you know, it's like that's the shit that we'll lead with when we're trying to brag to somebody. Yeah. Oh, bitch, my husband pays all the bills, yeah. bitch. True. Bitch. <laughs> then when it comes down to household duties, if you're sitting there and you 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 can tell that uh girl, hold on. Okay. Um, if you could sit there and then your husband is just sitting around chilling, he playing on this PlayStation or he works really hard and you don't, you don't work. And so you decided, uh, well, I don't know. I think she does work, but it's like, yeah, she says she worked. Yeah. If she, if she's working and she has to do all this, that, and the third, then I'm like, so you decided to take on an accounting class. To lessen your husband's load, why would you decide to do that? But then mm -hmm. it was like, oh, she wants to start her own accounting business. So I'm like, and also too, that. as a, as a woman, and then you already seem like you got your plate full. Maybe now isn't good timing, you know? Too like you have to decide that too. But I'm gonna tell you something, and I see men in the chat, and I see them being like, oh no, she decided that she knew she picked him, this, that, and the other. I'm going to say this: it is imperative because it, it it just is as a as and, and i'm and i'm speaking to men and, and i'm speaking to my brothers um it's important for you to also you should study your partner you should study your partner it is your job to know your partner i'm gonna tell you something i know my I, I know my husband. I make it my business to know my husband. I know his likes. I know his dislikes. I know when his mood changes. I know when he's pissy. I know when he feels some type of way about something that I said, even though he doesn't uh, voice it. I know when somebody out in the world pissed him off and he comes into our home and his demeanor is changed. I know when he just got off a phone call and someone said something that he didn't like. I know when he about to he about to give somebody the business maybe and he's an expert at it i know when he's happy i know when he's in a good mood i know when i made something that he likes and he does a little jig with his shoulders i know, let me tell you something i know that man i study him that it i'm an expert in him that's my business it, it, right. it is for me to know him but it is also for him to know me and he does he notices when i didn't call it a little attitude when he says something to me a little too stern and i didn't like it he notices when things are a little off he notices when i got a little pep in my step he notices um if i am a little anxious he he notices, he studies me. It is for you to study your partner and it is for you to pick up on when she's stressed. Like men complain and like real talk, like this is just, this is just, this is free game. Seriously, you cannot complain about your woman not wanting to be intimate with you, not giving you, you know, time, quality time, not doing the things you like, you know, changing her behavior, wanting to be out with her friends more as opposed to spending time with you and you're not paying attention to the signs that she's giving you. You should you should be an expert in your partner. That is your number one responsibility to her. And you cannot say Oh yeah, yes, absolutely. You are she a grown a woman, and communication is key in a relationship. It is, and I fault her for that. But it is also important for you to pick up on when something slight.
slight changes. And sometimes you may notice before she's even had an opportunity to speak to you, because maybe the kids yeah. are around. Maybe she's so busy with the things of the, the hustle and bustle of the day. She just hasn't had an opportunity to sit down and speak with you about it. But I'm going to tell you something. I absolutely, it makes my heart smile when my husband picks up on And even when I'm pissed, like, I am never like nasty with my husband, but I will like, I'm very sensitive. So if he says something to me a little bit too stern and he's a Sag, so he he always does that. I will like, it hurts my feelings and I'll get a little silent and I'm not going to ever neglect his needs, but I'll be quiet for a little while, but I'm a Gemini. I get over it fairly quickly, but I enjoy when he picks up on it. And it's not, it's, it's something simple. He'll be like, oh, you acting funny, you know, something just as simple as that, but it makes me happy because I know he's paying attention to me. Something that simple, like, you know, it, it doesn't take a lot, but I just say all that to say, it's important to know your woman. Facts. That's it. All facts. All facts. That was some good game there, honey. Yeah. Some good game. Uh, that's right, soul provider. Take them goddamn notes. Uh, it's going to come in handy. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, shout out to Mr. Kerwin. Hey, Mr. Kerwin. He says, uh, so that was the backstory behind all of that foolishness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just like, well, damn. So you're going to let this man be, um, you're going to throw him under the bus because you're choosing not to set boundaries. And then when women, because uh, <laughs> I've been accused of this. If you are supposed to be in a relationship and you, and especially a marriage and you're talking all this shit. Oh, I'm married. I'm married. Oh, I got my, my man, my man, my husband, my husband, my husband. And then you sitting around now, you going to tell, like I said, you're going to tell somebody when it comes down to them bills. Oh, bitch, I don't pay anything. Oh, my money is my money. Oh, honey, I don't believe, you know, and, and we, we do these type of things to each other as women. So I'm like, so you, you, you the same bitch that can't get your husband to take out the trash, wash the dish, yeah. get the kids on the weekend while you get some rest. You don't know how to do that. Listen. You know what? And I'm going to tell you something for the men that's like, get your passport. If she does that, she's gone. She's out of there. Da, 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 da. Like if you feel like knowing your partner, knowing studying your partner is too much for you. In my opinion, you're not deserving of a relationship. You're right. Get your passport. It, that is minimal effort. If you can't do that, please go pay somebody to be with you. Go purchase a wife because you're not deserving of just a simple, you're not deserving of a relationship. That is basic effort. You, you like literally that's not asking too much it really is not and as a like you cannot tell black women to stop looking for pookies and ray rays stop digging in the gutter to stop you know dealing with low-level men to raise their standards and then tell them not to have the most basic standard for themselves to expect a man to want to know them to to study them to study their likes dislikes their behaviors and them to do the same for him like you cannot like you can't have it both ways it, it, yeah i'm gonna let that go because i'll get more off it, off into that a bit more when we talk about the actual topic Okay. Um, shout out to Mr. Kerwin again. He says, it sounds like she admitted a whole lot of ish solely to paint him in a bad light to the public and to be the victim. Social media makes me tired. 
Um, now this is the thing. She told this story to one of her friends and one of her friends, I guess, is a blogger or whatever. And so the, the friend put it out there to everybody, you know, like child, look at this. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, damn, you know, she kind of made that, that shit into some content, but, um, it's basically back on the same niggas ain't shit niggas ain't shit even if they married they ain't shit they ain't never gonna be shit oh girl i would never get married you know and it, it, it's that type of narrative being pushed but <laughs> to get off into it even more just hilarious did a uh, little upload the other day and she was talking about how all these hot girls then basically lied to everybody the hot girl telling you to get a nigga in his wallet, take a nigga wallet while he sleep, go through it, run up some shit, um, fuck his best friend, um, cause he fucked you over and you gonna get that nigga back. But all the rappers that are so supposedly, you know, you got Beyonce telling you, um, all the single ladies, all the single ladies dancing in a fucking circle, and she with her man, Cardi B with her man, Nicki Minaj with her ratchet ass man, um. JT in uh JT's with her man. Uh Young Miami is up Diddy's ass. All of these women are trying to be in love or be up under somebody and they're sending out a totally different message to their audiences. And I'm sitting there and I'm laughing and I'm like um it's interesting to see that all of them are married because to me they're not really living up to their true messaging, but it's a it's funny as hell how all the women bought into that while all of these other women are in relationships with people they booed up they you won't never see them without nobody um hardly the every valentine's day every christmas every whatever um they're posting up and um they're posting up um, wanting you to see somebody spoiling them, somebody taking care of them, whatever, whatever. But the message that you send to your audience is totally, totally the opposite of what you're really doing. You sending a one thing, but you on some different type of time, baby. You, you ever seen the meme where the guy be like, "How I be with women?" Where he washing a uh, pouring champagne on a woman, but behind the scenes he actually washing a woman hair. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah. It was like a Nino Brown uh, thing from New Jack City. But, yeah, it's like they full of shit. And it still tells me that marriage is key. Whether they talk all that shit, like I said, women will sit here and, oh, you know, I don't care to be married. Fuck marriage. Marriage isn't for me. Marriage, marriage, marriage. Fuck marriage. Married women are slaves yeah if you found the right one that was doing every fucking thing that you wanted him to do or most of the shit that you wanted him to do if you felt some type of security your ass would be in one uh quicker than you can say i'm falling and i can't get up Child, yeah I, I definitely call cap on that i think marriage can be a beautiful thing first of all i think that all of these women who are pushing this narrative that marriage is slavery this that and the other like marriage like marriage to the wrong person can be awful 
helpful, but it's up to you to ensure that you are properly vetting your potential mate. I think that it's up to you to ensure that you're accepting a proposal from someone who you think is worth it, someone who is going to be a worthwhile partner, someone who is going to make a good mate for you. Marriage can be absolutely beautiful, wonderful, like building with someone and you know having a lifelong companion and having children inside of a union and you know um doing all of these things with someone that you know is going to protect you and having that right. security financial and otherwise can be a, a wonderful thing and don't ever let someone tell you otherwise so I, I absolutely disagree with the notion that marriage is all of these awful things and i know that that's being pushed and i do see women yeah. gravitating towards these type of statuses and sharing them like see look i told you here's another example and we know it's bs and it is pushing this 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 feminist agenda that that women are are gravitating towards that's the thing that tickled me because I'm like, okay, if you enter into a fucking marriage or any relationship, long-term relationship, and y'all are living together, you're going to have to work unless y'all got it like that. If y'all got it like that, I would suggest hiring a fucking mate. If you can, if you got it like that, hire a mate if you can. But you're still going to have to work inside of a relationship. A marriage is work. It's just what it is. Um, now, I would say out of all the jobs I've had, out of all of my passions for whatever I have going on in life, marriage in my family has been the most fulfilling. Like, it, 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 it doesn't get any better than being able to be with somebody that actually has your back or you're raising your kids together and you're actually seeing your your children progressing and doing good things it doesn't get any better than that for me you know and i get people will say oh you know i don't really eh. i get that but it's it's interesting the way married women are letting like people kind of attack those unions when it's like y'all supposed to be black women to sit around and tell you they're a bad bitch in a minute. Oh, I'm that bitch. Oh, I'm that bitch. You can't like where your boundaries at though. I, and, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me when you have married women actually sitting there, uh, letting motherfuckers ain't never seen a ring talk shit to them. Like, Oh, well, you know, marriage ain't shit. The nigga ain't gonna do nothing but cheat on you. The nigga ain't shit. The nigga. <laughs> and uh, when I looked through those comments, I was like, are you fucking serious? So you're not gonna talk about um, you getting to buy that brand new Gucci bag that costs $2,300. You're not gonna talk about your uh, fucking 2021 um, G bins that you just got. You're not gonna talk about none of that shit, but you'll sit here and put the impression off that there isn't any benefit all while not leaving while not leaving and but you you got everybody in a frenzy and i just thought the shit was ridiculous i was like the hell's going on here yeah i i, mean, I definitely agree um couldn't agree more all right girl what you got um oh child <laughs> 
Did you see that August Alcina got assaulted by Tory Lanez on Jada's birthday? Of well, all he shot he shot Megan in the fucking foot. Allegedly. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Tory allegedly, allegedly, August just because he wouldn't dap him up. What in the entire hell? And um, I found it interesting the way that August said, August said, you know, Tori tried to dap up, you know, held his hand out and he kind of wouldn't dap him up and told him he was discussing his business online. And, you know, he got offended and he came at um, August with his security after he hit a a lace blunt and, you know, he stole off on him. And he, you know, posted a picture online with his face all bloody and stuff. And and Tori is alleging that he was in the studio, that he had nothing to do with it. But I just found it really interesting that, you know, Tori is being painted out to be this very aggressive dude. And it looks like the DA is looking into this and more charges might be to come for Tori. So, yeah, um, I just found that to be interesting. This man can't stay out of trouble, child. I mean. Tori gonna smack him a bitch or shoot a bitch in the Listen. Listen. Uh, what is yeah, wrong so, with that fool? Like, what? Coke? <laughs> allegedly? Listen. I, I don't want to say nothing because, girl, I want to end up like nosy hoe. Listen. Complex is strong with that one. I have something else, real quick, before we get off into the topic that I just found to be very interesting, child. Did you see that? Um, the UK, no, that um, Gambia was talking about they have a serious issue with sex tourism with a bunch of white women from the UK coming over there sleeping with um, men from Gambia, um, using them like, look, you know, they're hunting for boy toys and having a lot of, you know, indiscretionary, indiscriminatory sex with um african men from gambia and i found that to be interesting i have never seen any articles about white women's um you know on the hunt on the prowl for uh sex tourism oh girl you missed uh when um what's that what's the girl from britain um What's the girl that be over here? They used to be over here all the time. Girl, what's the girl here? Yeah, her. Um, she had did uh, a stream about uh sex tourism with with them white women or whatever. Oh. And so yeah, she I didn't know that. it was I didn't know it was a serious issue like that. Yeah, but I was thinking about coming up with like okay, so this is what I was thinking, guys. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, mm-hmm. hear me out. I was thinking about getting like dudes from the space, you know, like all like the incel looking dudes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was going to give them a bath and put them in like a boot camp and shit. And then we was going to travel to different countries to where they got like a lot of single women and shit. And then, you know, I was going to let them, you know, like we was going to, you know, have like a little entourage and, <laughs> And and the, just take them places and and let them do whatever. But, the thing is, um, the black men are in this space are traveling to all these third world countries. Maybe y'all should be going to the UK and finding old grandmas that's um, available because clearly they are, you know, looking to have a good time. And y'all might be able to wipe them up. They might got a coin or two. Listen, it's mm-hmm. not going. I'm not going to call it in sale boot camp. 
It's just gonna be like uh <laughs> boot camps for high value men. Listen, uh, you ain't making that sound too good. You, you what? Have the to high value it. boot camp, high value boot camp. You're gonna have to and market so, it differently. No, I, I'm just saying, like what we was gonna do, we was gonna get them like the proper haircut and do mm -hmm. like a makeover and shit. You, you know how they do the makeover and stuff, like the before and after. And then we was gonna travel to these countries and they was gonna get that money. Mm. Y'all don't think that's a good idea? I thought it was a really good idea. I was like, when we and and then them old grandmas, not nah, them old grandmas want them fine. They want them ripped up. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> you think they'll go for the for, for the yes, guys that be in our hey, have you ever seen 90 day fiance? Some of them fugly <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a damn. I'm trying to tell you, they don't care. Now they may be snaggletooth, overweight, lopsided titties, like all the things, but they gonna be pink, like y'all like them. That's all that matters. Listen, my boot camp isn't even going to cost that much. You, mm. you know, um. If you just sign a little contract, five hundred dollars off top will get you in the boot camp classes. Good luck and with I will get you hooked up with a special barber. Like, uh, good luck with that. But um, definitely yeah. let me know how it work out. I just found like, like I said, to be interesting. I didn't know that Jessica did stories on um, the white women from the UK and their thirst. Not stories. Uh, well, a story. Yeah. On um. You know how thirsty they are for um, sex and their involvement in the sex tourism industry, but clearly uh, they paying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> classic, you guys can make a lot of money. Time. You know. But um, did you have anything else before we jump off into it? <laughs> I had one more thing that mm -hmm. I knew your pro black ass was gonna bring up, uh, and listen, your pro black I like ass ain't said nothing. I try to cut it down. What you got, girl? You seen the black girls that was that be was dancing at the uh, white institutions, child? Oh yeah, and you know was, that type of stuff I don't bring here. But um, what about it? Oh, girl, the hell! I wanted to know what your thoughts on it because I felt some type of way. The shit looked weird to me. I don't care um, about it. They look weird to me. Then they was like, "Oh, we bring our culture wherever we want," and I was like, "Oh, that shit look crazy." Um, oh. I saw it. I felt conflicted because, to be completely honest, HBCUs, well, Divine Nine organizations have let white people in. Like they've let white people pledge. So how can you say that you don't want a black woman, a black young lady at a PWI institution to do a majorette, to bring, you know, a majorette um, club, but you let white people into divine nine organization, which they say like the because of the bylaws, they can't prevent white people from pledging. I just feel like, yeah, and, and, and in addition, I know that majorette, like that's something that is like its origin is HBCUs, but yeah. like I know in Chicago and in inner cities, like they have like majorettes in actual high school, middle school, yeah. those type of it things. Was at our, it was at our schools. Yeah, um, like black cities have majorettes in, in elementary, high school. My like, sister was a golden girl just for uh, Alcorn. Yeah, it's not just college level. So yeah. I was like, eh, I yeah, kind of conflicted about it. So yeah. I felt some type of way because black people will be the 
first ones to complain if the let's say the white girls decide that they want to do it and they decide to take over I'm at their own institution Ew. don't nobody want to see that if if they if the white girls start doing their own majorette clubs be up there stiff as baby like i don't think it's we we not back in the day uh where white girls dance like white girls honey them white girls been watching tiktok videos they and they got the moves yeah they be trying it but I'm still going to be mad annoyed if I see them doing it. I can tell you that. I, I will feel some type of way when I see the all white majorette. Um, yeah, teams and I think you're going to see it. You're going to it's see coming. it down it's the coming. line. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. But definitely I don't coming know. Down the I was line. like, the the people that, you know, HBCUs, y'all let, this like white, um, you know, people in sororities and fraternities. So, eh. Eh, I, I kind of want um people kept talking okay well you introducing culture you know we we bring our culture wherever and i'm like we bring our shit whatever what they usually do is stamp us out remake it act like they came up with it and then um girls that shouldn't be viral for shit that they go viral for they'll be the ones going viral for uh tearing it down then it's gonna be like bring it on or some shit i don't know but i i, I it made me like hella uncomfortable because i'm like you know oh. what though what happens is black people black first of all you know how we kill it you know how we come and whenever we do anything it's it's over the top what's going to happen is when the white teams start doing it they're gonna applaud white mediocrity white teams gonna start winning competitions doing it and this they gonna be barely making yeah. the cut and then black people gonna be Yes, that's when you're gonna yeah. be mad about it. And I'm like, it's a put a fucking stop to it before it begins. <laughs> no, child, leave that. Oh, leave that at your you. HBC. I'm about to find Andy out. But anyways, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I get it. You know, that's my problem. I can understand both sides. I get it. Okay, you ready? Yeah, girl, because you is like extra like no I'm, I'm ready to get off into the topic because well, i'm like, go ahead then shit, hurry up listen That's how i feel like you like i oh, mean no i'm day. just i didn't feel nothing about that like i i just kind of i'm indifferent about that i don't really have a whole lot about that that i can say i really do feel like i like i don't know it ain't nothing that i can add to it to be completely honest yeah girl we see Anyways, I can't say nothing more than I said. So you can, if you have something more to I, add, I, I can listen. Else, Go ahead, girl. Anyways, so about the topic, because this wench, I'm not about to deal with her. Black men can't survive without black women. So I'm just going to say this. I have been listening to quite a bit of Roger's content lately. And for those who don't know, Roger's content can be extremely triggering, like triggering as hell, like extra triggering, like triggering, 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 like triggering, so triggering that you might have to book a therapy session triggering. So in listening to Roger's content, um, you know, a lot of his content he has you know people on this panel that are essentially promote the um 
I'm not going to say extermination of black women, but they promote um, communities that don't involve, you know, don't have black women. So they promote developing or establishing communities without black women. I'll say that. Um, a lot of the talking points, you know, involve encouraging black men to go abroad and find love. Um, they involve, um, you know, not dealing with black women. This is why you shouldn't deal with them bees. This is why I don't deal with them. This is why you should stay away from them. This is why we shouldn't extend our protection to them. This is why they don't deserve this, yada, yada, yada. And um, as a result, it made me start to think about whether or not black men really can you know survive in the black community without black women um and before we actually get off into the actual topic and i answer the question at hand i'll let danny chime in but i do want to say this in saying that i think that the primary trigger for me in hearing those conversations is this um as a black woman I consider myself to be male identified. That does not mean, especially being a West, a black woman, raising a Western society, having to um, deconstruct feminist agenda that I've been raised in and having to, you know, fight feminist ideologies that I've been raised with and up until maybe five or six years ago. Um, and, you know, still working through some of those struggles as of today, but I do consider myself to be male identified. I will always, always, always advocate for black men. I see there being a major void as it relates to women advocating for and partnering with black men. And as a result, I find myself doing a lot of that. What I have a problem with is and I pose this question to myself and I'd like to ask it to Danny as well. Um, I asked myself, um, do I feel dumb? Because although we advocate for black men, you don't, we advocate for black men in a circle, in a sphere, in a space where you don't hear black men advocating for black women. You don't even hear black men advocating for the minority of black women that they feel are deserving of protection or advocating for. They don't speak of the exception except very rarely. Um, and when they speak about black women, they speak about them in a very broad sweeping way. Um, and I ask myself if, you know, because we are so public and speak about and advocate for black men in such a very public way, um, you know, is it dumb, you know? And I ask that because of course, all the naysayers will be like, oh, you guys are so dumb. You know, black men don't give a damn about y'all. Y'all are literally sitting up in a space where they talk mess about black women all day, every day. And you're advocating for men sitting in circles on panels with men where they speak in a very general sense about black women in your face, talking about how awful black women are and um you know 
don't you feel dumb? And I guess I want to lead with that before we merge into the actual topic in and of itself. So Danny, do you feel dumb? Danny? A girl was on mute. I'm just talking. Uh oh. Um, who child? That's the question. Do I feel dumb? Yeah, at, at times I do. At times I do. Um, when you choose to take on a specific task and our specific task, um, which is the goal and has been our mission statement since we started the channel, was to facilitate real conversations that needed to be had between black men and black women. Then when you go in the space, um, so when I came here, I told y'all off top, I am not going to be the most feminine. I'm not, I'm just not her. Um, I'm not going to be the most masculine either, but I feel like I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I can make a casserole, but I, I, I know how to uh, hang it and, and I'll drink some Hennessy too. I'm, I'm a well-rounded person and I feel like we're real, well-rounded people. When you get into a space like this though, and you, you're really trying to understand where the men are coming from while trying to understand while, where the men are coming from. I am also a woman. I am a woman. I have a nature to myself. I have needs. I have wants, desires, whatever. I am a woman. I'm a woman. Not too many women are going to fight against their own interests to, to help try to mend, um, the shit that's going on in our community. That being said, having to kind of, uh, when you go through and you get into it with people and I've gotten into it with damn near every damn content creator. At first I didn't think I got into it with that many people. And then I actually sat there and took inventory. I was like, damn, you've been into it with every fucking body. And there's uh, always somebody. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been a few. It's been a, it's been quite a few, but it's always somebody trying to doubt your position, where you stand on some shit. Um, if you cool with this person, and I'm not, you know, I'm not even talking about any recent situations. No, fuck that. I can talk about. I can include that. But at every turn, somebody is testing you and and making you pay your way, and making you fight for your fucking position in a space to have a voice, which you quote unquote shouldn't have a voice because they feel like we're all alike but it's like they're fighting you they fight you at every fucking turn and you stay and then you do something then they like oh but it, you're not you're only as good as the last thing that you quote unquote did for the space and then when you start to get on their ass, because I'm not. I'm, That's I'm a, a petty, word. A Wait a minute. You just said a word. That's a word, sis. That right there. Mm. You only as good as the last thing you did for the space. You only as good as the last thing that you've done for the space. And then y'all going to y'all kiss my ass today because we going. Being the fact that we're. We're we're. Uh, you know, there's a few married women in the space. So I'm not going to say we're the only two. But the two that got that actually came up through the space and got married while we was in this bitch. And as opposed to a lot of men celebrating and celebrating that for us 
and being happy for our spouses. People have talked shit. They test everybody's manhood. They test your womanhood. They don't. They feel like they should be able to say any and every fucking thing to you. And as soon as you, as soon as you decide to retaliate or have a fucking voice about it, everybody wants to cry fucking bloody murder. Oh, she's a chameleon. Oh, they're chameleons. I can't believe she would talk to the angry man like that. I can't believe she would get into it with such and such. I can't. No. Where I'm from, you don't get to bully. We don't play that bully shit. I don't give a fuck who it is. And that's just where I've been at. But I, I feel like I've kind of prepared myself to go through a lot of these things because I knew this task was going to be hard. But I did choose to stay the course because it it still is an important thing to me to facilitate these conversations that we need to have between men and women. It's still that important to me to facilitate it. I've grown a thicker skin since I've been here. Not much thick, but I've grown a thicker skin since I've been here. And then I feel like if I can go through this shit with these people, I can go through anything and make it and be successful at the shit. So I feel like us going through a lot of things here does prepare us. Now, I'm not going to say that some of it hasn't been rewarding. Rewarding. Um, we've had some great conversations. We've had a lot of fun We've made a, a decent amount of money. We have. But, you know, um, <laughs> child, it'd be some days where I'm like, then you got when you have people saying that they're leaving the manosphere. Oh, we're leaving the manosphere. Oh, I, some shit goes down. Oh, I can't support the space. Oh, I don't want to support the space because then and then I'm looking at us like we're not even the ones who would leave a space especially when it's going through the most bullshit the space has been on fucking fire and under attack from uh, it's international news at this point it's international news at this point and so i feel like it's we're we're we'll be even more rewarded down the line i just feel like sometimes i do feel like fuck um because i love i love black women I love black women. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat shit for them either. But as my brothers, as my brothers, as a person who's been out in the real world, as a person who's went through a lot of the same experiences as quote unquote incels, I was the ugly girl that swanned at some point. Now I'm fat, but that's my business. That's my business. But I've gone through a lot of the same things that a lot of guys have gone through. So a lot of ways that they felt like I couldn't relate, I could relate. I seen how they were treated. I was treated in certain ways. So you, it, 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 sometimes it, it can be one of those things where you, you kind of have to just keep getting up and keep fighting for your people. And that's what I try to do. That's all I got, girl. I probably didn't even know that. Damn Brent. Let me let me just say this. The reason that what made me think about that question really was so I was when I was over Rogers earlier in the week. Actually, I think it was Sunday or Monday. It might have been Monday. So he was doing a show and um he was saying that black women don't face any discrimination. And to be completely honest, when he was doing the show, he was saying black women don't face any discrimination. I was kind of baffled and I almost felt like, damn, um, I felt really like um, 
not seen. It made me feel like not seen. Like, what? Like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, and oftentimes when Roger does shows and well, well, not oftentimes, a lot of times, a lot the, the the talking points that are made on Roger's show makes me feel unseen and it makes me really realize there's a serious disconnect between black men and black women because to insinuate that black women don't experience discrimination i don't think that black women experience discrimination on the level that black men do i truly do not because what I what I see my husband experience is nothing compared to what I experience. When, as black women, though, we absolutely experience discrimination. I work in corporate America. Corporate America is the last bastion of white supremacy. We absolutely experience discrimination in the workplace. Literally, the microaggressions, literally our ideals being stolen, being police, my volume, like being labeled the angry black woman. In yeah. addition to that, like our inequitable um um, um, education, like voter suppression, race, uh, racial profiling, more, more maternal mortality, you know, sundown towns, credit restrictions, um, pay gap, racial uh, disparities uh, in lending, trying to get loan applica- you know, loan applications pushed through and all different. There are a myriad of um, different ways that Black women face discrimination in this country. And to insinuate that we don't and have an entire discussion and have a ton of black men from all walks of life to feel like black women don't experience anything and we just have this easy ride yeah we don't have it as tough as black men and a lot of the discrimination that we do face it is by proxy from our our relation to black men but we absolutely face discrimination and that was part of it like dang the fight you know putting up such a strong fight advocating for black men as much as we do and then like you know when it comes to some of the things that we face them not being able to see it is kind of like damn are we dumb for you know fighting so hard and advocating you know the way that we do and and i'll never stop because i i'm a, I'm a conscious black woman but i i did have to like i just felt invisible in that moment yeah and and that's totally understandable um a lot of times it's going to be a thankless ass job. A lot of times it's going to be a thankless ass job. Yeah. You, if you have any flaws, if they feel like there's something wrong with you, you're never going to be good enough for the men that you, they don't feel like you deserve. And mm-hmm. at this point, a lot of black men, especially a lot of black men over here, don't feel like we deserve the relationships that we've garnered. They don't, yeah. uh, um, you know, of course, the narrative has been for me. Oh, Sister George came up in the space and just took her man, and she <laughs> took her man, and she got that nigga walking around in some panties, and he just he he probably do all the cooking and cleaning. And then I'm sitting up here like, how the fuck you trying to compare his life to yours when he has a better quality of life than you? What yeah. are you talking about? Right, 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 right. For sure, for sure. Excuse me, um. You guys are funny talking about the volume. The funny thing is my husband for the first time. I, well, he's told me a couple of times that I was loud, but la- like the last show that we did, he told me I was so loud that he was like, babe, you, like you got to you got to figure out a way to control the tone. Like He was like, you were so loud, oh, but, but I had on like my earphones and like they're noise canceling. 
And so I had to go buy new earphones. Like I can't use the noise canceling because he was like, oh my gosh, you were so loud. So I know I'm loud, but no, in this case, it, it was a specific situation where I was being told like I was loud and literally I was shaking my head, affirming a white man in a meeting. And I was told that it was problematic. Me shaking my head to affirm like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I was told that that was prob- like, listen, I, I've dealt with racism God, in corporate America. Ooh. I can assure you it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, but nonetheless, um, yeah, it's, 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 it, it just, like I said, really they, and annoying. Yeah, it made me feel invisible. And like, it, it brought me to the point because I, I hear oftentimes in their conversation, they they talk about almost this utopia, they almost paint a picture uh, in, in so many words of this utopian world of a community without black women. And, you know, once we read the super chats, I want to get off into it. Mm. Shout out to Uncle Stu. Oh, man, on the block. I got five on it. Coffee and wine, on me. I'm me. not dealing with you. Stop it. That was our shit though back in the day, right? Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. Uh, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, a Black women face discrimination, zeros. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Black Wizard. And shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, if you feel like this is thankless, congratulations. You know what men feel like every day, all of their life. <laughs> Suck it up and welcome to the manosphere, bitch. No, I'm kidding. God damn, bitch. <laughs> I bet you won't tell no damn Latina that. They like, shut the fuck up and stop crying. Stop your damn. Like, listen, this, like, we women, like, we gonna cry. Y'all, y'all always talk about how emotional women are. And the thing is, I like, you know, this is, this was just me processing. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm not expecting you guys to, 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 to give me a big hug and then, you know, put me in your bosom and make me feel better. Like, I'm just letting you know how I felt in that moment. And this is what it, this is what, this is called being emotionally intelligent. I was aware of how I felt in that moment and I'm verbalizing. Yeah, yeah, That's concrete. all. That's all. That's it. Oh, girl. Oh, oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm not dealing with you. No, I'm giving you like big props, mama. No, no, yeah. I mean, I know what I was feeling. I was like, damn, like, wow. They really don't recognize that black women experience discrimination. But girl, you know, it is. If, if you ain't saying, oh, yes, I'm master. Yes, I'm master. You so kind, master. Thank you for just giving me a little yeah. chat, master. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you don't sound like a goddamn runaway slave it's almost like baby you i was gonna go up and engage but i was busy in the moment so i couldn't but yeah i was like yeah that's wild but i do want to talk about it let's actually talk about it um i want to know so um as it relates to you know black men and their ability to survive without black women do you think that black men can create a utopian society with women outside let's get to let's get to it do you think that black men can go outside of the community find women from outside of the community bring them in and create this utopian society that they envision um <laughs> yeah but not without its problems um you know so shout out to austin holloman 
Austin wants to create a compound where he wants to raise one million dollars um, to create this compound so black men will have a place to travel and to build their own community uh, when they go somewhere um, they talking about hey, buying land you're trying to raise um, a million huh <laughs> listen if he could raise a million dollars and he's 23 we need to take up some donations can we raise a million I want to we could build a compound listen, what's, what's let tea? me come and help y'all bet the women because yes that seemed to be where y'all problem at and y'all don't know y'all couldn't tell a whole never mind y'all just don't know what holes are y'all y'all really don't and y'all be so used to, oh, wow. to this american bullshit that these foreigners can walk all over y'all ass but whatever yeah. um but he wants to raise a million dollars so that they can create their own utopia and i thought that that was interesting um it would be it would be great to see that uh come into fruition i would love to see it come into fruition i think um everybody should seek out their own happiness but them being able to do that does it definitely does not come without its share of problems um women are the ones who usually carry on the culture and traditions a lot of black men that are passport roles are saying that they are willing to abandon um everything to start up these new lives and i don't know it, it makes me wonder but i want you to answer your same question child because i don't um, know i don't know i think they could but i think it comes with its own set of issues yeah i absolutely think that it will come with its own set of issues i think that um first off i don't think that a utopia is going to be what it is i think that you know we have to be realistic i think that even when i spoke about just something very simple learning your partner men shun that like literally they seem to want um dolls i think that they seem to want these stepford wives that don't have feelings that don't have emotions that don't have wants that don't have needs and they don't seem to be recognizing the fact that you're still dealing with humans that have their own needs that have their own wants that have their own cultures have their own value system that, that are coming with their own unique set of things that you will have to be aware of that you will also have to be uh, mindful of and you know take into account and in addition you're going to be bringing people from a multitude of different cultures together and so if you're building a community you might be fusing all of these cultures together and so it might be a melting pot of sorts and if you're going to do community things if you're going to do if have any kind of you know have any kind of you know spiritual uh um programs then you know that is something to be considered if you're going to have you know schools uh are, are people all going to be english speaking um what are the schooling programs going to be like are all the children going to be homeschooled are there going to be after school programs are you going to have any other type of you know programs in place for the children like there's a lot of different things and a lot of things that have to 
to be facilitated and a lot of things that will need to be um, considered. Um, but I don't think that it will be a utopia. I think that there will be a lot of moving parts and I think that it will not be perfect. And I think that people are, that the men seem to have perfection in mind and they don't seem to um, be taking into account the fact, especially if we're talking about them building something from the ground up, the host of potential issues that could come into play with building something and bringing people together from all walks of life and the issues that that might present in and of itself. So I do not think that it would be the utopia that they would hope that it would be. And I think that, um, you know, that they would need to be very realistic about um, what problems may present themselves. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think you have a really, really good point with that. Um, shout out to Trini and Ados um, that women carry tradition made since when we actually had a tradition. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be interesting in itself. So then if we're not carrying out our own traditions, own culture, you know, a lot of people will argue that Americans don't have any culture. I absolutely disagree with that. I think we do have our own we culture. We absolutely have our own culture. Like, yeah, I, I think we absolutely do. Um, yeah. So when you have guys that are saying that they are willing to, they're actually willing to abandon that and to become a part of somebody else's culture, the things that kind of make me wonder, though, Asians won't let you set up shop mm -hmm. in their communities. Mm -hmm. Hispanics won't let you set up shop mm -hmm. in their communities. Mm -hmm. um, then when it comes down to certain things, is it going to be like the area where, is it going to be like white flight? Um, a lot of places are racist. Um, mm -hmm. Or, or not, you know, uh, a lot of people don't try. I don't think black people have a good reputation globally. Right. Ciao. I don't know how Solomon's phone calls, his little FaceTime is coming through on my damn computer. Uh -oh. But they are. And... I'm trying to decline the call, but my mouse won't slide over. Uh, Sorry. No problem. And it's just ringing. Ooh, child. That was on my nerve. Shout out to MGTOW University says, y'all do know that any problems that may arise is literally better than <laughs> what we currently have. I actually disagree. You don't disagree. know that though. Right. How would you know that? Because literally think of like, you would be building a new community. It, you don't even know what problems could potentially present itself with building a new community, merging people from all walks of life, all different cultures, all different backgrounds. Those are problems that you have never even encountered, problems that you couldn't even imagine. Um. A lot of guys kind of think that it's one of those things. Oh, well, we've never really experienced any racism, not at large. You know, you know, we. Uh, I've never experienced any racism like that. And but you think 
and, and I don't know if they're being naive or misguided or whatever, but if, if, and, and now I, I get that they, but men have to be men. And if they could do it, do it. You know, I, I I'm not going to ever say they shouldn't attempt yeah, to, right. but um, I also don't think that they take into a consideration of <laughs> the laws in other people's countries. Um, people can be nice to you when you spending your money and you supporting their, their, uh, community and they, they they'll laugh and smile with your ass all day when you spending money in their community so are but, you thinking that they're gonna go elsewhere to build this community or build would this be a community that would be built within the u.s no they're gonna go elsewhere okay yeah so they're, they're country- trying to go overseas they're trying to go to brazil colombia um and from what i heard it was brazil that they're trying to go and build in brazil and then i'm looking at the single mother rate the crime rate so you know people was talking shit about kevin samuels oh kevin samuels trying to say this with the worst women but then they'll go to a country like brazil and say oh well the women are beautiful so it's okay that they're single exactly. mothers like that sound like if that like to me i'm gonna tell you something to say that the women are beautiful so who cares about any other issues that have like that's that's a sucker talking point that's a sucker talking point. Like literally, does that not sound like the most in who like who cares whatever else issues she has as long as she fine? Yeah. What? Like yeah. you could be walking into hmm. the the biggest the biggest shit show up in your life. Like you, you who knows what you're signing up for? Cause she fine. Yeah, man. Listen, I I got more questions. Okay. Um, um, shout out to Midtown University. Oh, I already read that. Sorry, child. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I want to know. Um, do you think though that 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 um black men could build a utopia here? Do you think that black women would slide over and make room, make space for black men to build a black community next to? or to build a utopian community next to the current black community here and somewhere in the States. Would black women be accepting of that and be like, go ahead. Yeah. At this point, at this point, at this point, there's such a disdain between black men and black women. Um, Every time you log on into the community, excuse me, every time you log on to the internet, um, it's one of the other talking shit. Um, yeah, black women are on, a, a a certain trajectory themselves. God damn. Baby, they calling him. Don't he got, oh, it ain't time for him to go to bed, child. And then, uh, black wizard house, I'm a spy. If I don't get all his phone calls, child, please. <laughs> I'm a mama first. I got to know everything. But mm. yeah, I, I don't think that black women would be um, so open. I don't think that black women would be like, yeah, we're going to scoot over. Y'all can have them four blocks down there and we'll take these four blocks over here. I think black women would be hating. I think black women would be like, hell to the no, no, no. Y'all better go on over yonder with that. I think you have some that would. You, Of course you have some that would. I, I, I think, yeah. But at the same token, um, I think that a lot of people are tired of black men making fun of black women or talking shit about black women. Um, Mm -hmm. I think black women are like, go and do what you got to do. But the problem is 
black men just can't say fuck the community i'm out they got to look back and talk shit to the bitch as they leaving see bitch i done went and got uh maria over here mm-hmm. and maria makes the best rice and beans already maria know. Know she how to better than you better she 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 yeah. my toes she make better burritos than you she 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 let me blow farts in her mouth you know listen <laughs> oh, fucking freak, yo. <laughs> black men gonna have to throw it in her face you already know how listen. black men are and, and know. the divesters are no no better because mm-hmm. they can't wait to tell you <laughs> what kind of shit Brad is doing. They can't wait to that's tell true. you that. We, that's because, listen, only reason that you want to throw it up in their face because you still care. If you didn't care, you wouldn't even want to brag about it. You still care. That's my that's my point. They st- mm-hmm. Everybody still cares. Mm-hmm. Everybody still cares. But at some point, everybody ha- kind of has to let go of the reins and let uh people do what they're gonna do mm-hmm. and so if black men are deciding that they want to go and get with the the marias because i'm not gonna recommend the beckys honey the beckys don't have a good them it ain't gonna work out mm-hmm. y'all gotta hide the voice spray hiding black one okay mm-hmm. but they work out fairly well with the marias of the world and my whole thing is a lot of these guys black women wouldn't would have looked past three and four five times over like hell no ain't no way Mm. so you know i'm i'm hearing so much disdain for black men as well it's like let everybody go their own separate ways Mm -hmm. what you're going to find out um i don't think that they can survive without us i think that um when they get some shit figured out when they really want some of mama's home cooked fried chicken and that Mm. mac and cheese Mm. that only mama know how to make Mm. um Mm. i i you know i'm so i'm so funny y'all will be back but black women will be back as well i I just think you have to kind of let people do what they gonna do let them do what they gonna do let them go out there let them get them a taste of life let them get them some experiences under the belt boiling hot dogs don't count listen it don't count um i I agree agree. yeah i I think that um they'll be back but then i wanted to know with black men trying to escape do you think that them abandoning their culture is a form of self-hatred um do i think that them abandoning their culture so i think to abandon the culture is a form of self-hate yes to leave the community no but to abandon your culture yes Mm -hmm, i do leaving the community no because, I, I mean, I can't say I blame you at this point. I, I, I've seen what you've seen. I, I've seen what Black men have shown. I've seen what Black women display daily. I would not call making a, a an executive decision to leave the community uh, self-hate. And, and I used to. I used to. Ooh, I used to. But um, to abandon your culture, all traces of your culture, um, I would consider that self-hate, yes that that's the shit that kind of killed me but i'm like but can you blame them if the culture has been nothing but disrespectful to them 
and their plights as men? Um, no, because I don't believe that the culture in and of itself has just been, it is um, just disrespectful to the black man. There are some parts of the culture that you can attribute that disrespect to, but I think that there are beautiful things about our culture. Um, and I think that abandoning the culture um, is damaging to your offspring. We, I, we highlighted examples of that our last show. It, by, by the way, during our last show, we actually did have a man say he would gladly abandon the culture. And I will tell him that that's self-hate, brother. It's self-hate. It sounds crazy as hell, but that that's the thing. I, I was thinking about that. And I thought about all the kids that were made fun of at school, like all mm -hmm. the boys and how they got taught, like people talk shit about them. The quote unquote pookies and Ray Rays talk mm -hmm. shit. The pretty girls talk shit. The other girls wouldn't fuck with them because the pretty girls didn't want to fuck with them. And so it, 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 it's like they were treated a certain way. And now this shit has, the shit then came to a head. Mm -hmm. And you have men that are like, okay, well, the black community dogged me out. I wasn't celebrated as a man. I can't even get a proper fucking hello from a woman. If I say something to a woman and I don't look a certain way, I'm not aesthetically pleasing to her. She can call some type of uh, charge on me. Um, the marriage laws are fucked up. The women are the most overweight women in the world. Mm -hmm. They have made their case I, I can't say they didn't they didn't make a they made their case they saying that they go when they go to other places and the women are just nice off top we feel like the women also come with motives but that's another story but they're saying yeah. that they get the treatment they get the treatment that they want from other women and i'm sitting there like well if you can't find nobody that's gonna do it here absolutely travel and do what you got to do to make mm -hmm. sure that you're happy you only get one life to live and can't nobody tell you how to do that shit live your best life um you know i, I hate to tell y'all that because i be wanting y'all to stay over here and get with you mm -hmm. know brenda from mississippi because she's still over there with them goddamn good ass listen they melt in your mouth now in your hand she still got some greens and uh -huh. cornbread from scratch but Brenda got an attitude problem. Brenda don't feel like being bothered. Brenda want to run shit. Brenda want to tell you when you can get up, come home, what you need to be doing in the house. How you need, at least that's what they used to say. Cause now child Brenda uh, working like a goddamn slave. Let her tell it. I don't know. But if the men are saying this and other women seem to get it, American women don't seem to, I don't even think American women care um, they care, but it's like, fuck it, I'm done. You know, um, I got dogged out by uh, Tyrone and Walmart Tavius. And so now I'm sitting here like, fuck niggas. I ain't, I ain't stunting them. I'm looking for a Brad or a chat, whatever. Yeah. It, it's just turning circular. Let me read these super chest, child. Yeah. And once you do that, I, I have something I wanted to add to. Go ahead. Okay. Shout out to DMAC the trucker. He says, My utopia will be in Utah. That's white girl heaven. Oh my God. He <laughs> um, would. 
Yeah, child, that's funny. Uh, shout out to Dane C. Hey, Dane. He says, trying to create a utopian society in the U.S. with the cost of living and availability mm. of land. Mm. Even Marcus Garvey said we need to go to Africa. Shoot, parts mm. of Africa is getting, um, being able to compete with the cost of living in the U.S. and some of those popular parts of Africa in Nigeria and Ghana, they are saying that it rivals um, the cost of living in New York in New York, my cousin is having a home built. She was trying to have it built in Ghana. Um, she had to have it built in Tanzania because she said that the cost of living in land there is rivaling the, she lives in New York, uh, in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. um, the cost of living in New York. Ciao. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to Samuth. He says, once again, concrete is right. Uh, that weight loss is a beast. Sister mm -hmm. G, you know damn well black women's ain't gonna let no black man build no damn community with bitches that look better than them on <laughs> average yes they'll be trying to beat them up as they walk into the store let me tell you something they'll be trying to jump on them asian women let me look black women are haters are they ain't going baby listen they'll try to they'll be all on the interwebs like we don't give a damn we don't care what black men I do am fucking they because you remember like they was talking about how black dark-skinned black girls used to pick on like light-skinned girls and shit uh-huh Mm -hmm. yes listen you don't be one to admit admit these type of things out loud because mm -hmm. you know um black women are queens and they only mm. want to be seen as queens yeah certain yeah. stuff you you only tell behind talk about behind closed doors right, it, ain't for public right, consumption. Right. it ain't for public consumption we ain't gonna talk about it right uh what the asian women gonna do do some karate on our ass <laughs> <laughs> They're going to pull out some nunchucks. <laughs> Ooh. Mm -mm. Talking about stay away from Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> mm -mm. Can you imagine? Her with a fucking nunchucks. I'm trying to tell you. Keisha got her fucking bag of fried chicken trying to Baby, throw it Baby, listen, she gonna have her sock and her rock waiting, waiting on Mayling. <laughs> I'm, <trying to> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Not a can, child. I'm listen. a dead girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. You gonna leave my baby daddy alone, bitch. <laughs> I'm trying to tell ya. Listen. <laughs> Then they ain't gonna be serving black men in the community and shit. Every time mm -hmm. a black man be like, you know, I want me a plate of uh soul food. Let me go over here to you better the go room. get it from her. You better go get it from that Chinese spot. We ain't serving your baby. Listen, they that. ain't gonna say that Chinese. You better be better go get it from that Asian bitch. Listen, you know, they they it'll be, be so much smoke for black men. Like it would never. Oh. Ooh, we black women to be acting so ugly to black men. Oh, look, look try it if y'all want to. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. I know black women. We ain't going. We ain't going. Yeah, girl, I might have to retract that because now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> I already know us. us. I know us. <laughs> I know us too well. We ain't going. We may fake and act like we going, but we ain't going. And then you gonna see the black man and the Asian, the Asian woman jumping on the black woman. Listen, <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. They definitely, they'll do it too. They'll they gonna jump on it. the black woman. They gonna, they gonna, they gonna jump the black woman. Mm -hmm. And then she gonna, she gonna get on there talking about all the violence against black women and shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, stop the violence against the sisters. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, Brad ain't going to show up and protect them like they thought they mm -hmm. would, you know. Brad, well, protect you black know. women, protect black women. Mm -hmm. And Brad gonna be sitting there like, I can't believe we're gonna need feminists to start another movement for protection against black women. I already Listen. I can see it now. Listen. I can't believe fucking Tyrone got to be I the main lead. Fuck him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know white men love some Asian women, so so mm -hmm. you know. Well, gonna they may, they gonna they gonna end up coming over here. They gonna bring them over here for their community, and they gonna leave for Brad and them anyway. So that is also true. They you know, love, uh, Asian women love some whites, baby. Yes, listen, they love, they love the whites, honey. Mm -hmm. So then you gonna have Asian women too. You gonna have Becky? No, you gonna have Maria, Maria and black women. Mm -hmm. Child, that's gonna be a good fight. Listen, read this one because I want to say something with, uh, after um, okay. Black Wizard. This Shout out to say. Black Wizard. He says culture is supposed to help you navigate your environment. Ours does not guide men to a uh, a happy, a healthy, happy life with good relationships. Culture is a tool, not an identity. It makes you, if it makes you miserable, you should abandon it. The thing is, um, I don't think that culture should be abandoned, in my personal opinion. I think that culture in and of itself, a lot of people look at culture and they want to say it's just music. It's just it's just entertainment. Culture is more than just entertainment. Culture is also um, it's music, it's, it's your AAVE, it's your language, it's your art, it's, it's, it would be the Harlem Renaissance, it's our food, our clothes, it's also our achievements, our movies, like people who truly know history would never, ever, ever abandon their culture. People who don't truly know our history and our contributions to this world are the only people who say that we don't have a culture and or it's a culture worth abandoning. We have given so much to this world, Black men specifically, literally, if it were not for our achievements and what we have given to this world, African Americans solely, literally half of what we use today, we would not have. I'm talking about stoplights, pressing cones, dryers, literally every, just dang near every, light bulbs, dang near everything, the guitar, gas, everything dang near that you use in your house, the cotton gins. We have given so much. Like That means when you abandon your culture, you're going to abandon our contributions to this world. And I'm talking about all of it. And the list is endless. And when, when I say the list is endless, there are a lot of contributions that Black African-American people have given to this world that we will never get credit for because of the likes of uh, white people who took credit for it. But if you look deep enough into your history, you'll see the names of Black inventors listed on blueprints because we weren't, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't legal for us to be listed as as inventors. Literally, our contributions are endless. And when we talk about culture, that is part of it because culture also includes the achievements of a people. And we've achieved a lot. We are a great people. Don't ever let people convince you of otherwise. When you abandon your culture, you abandon the greatness that is part of that culture. I'm just saying. A word. Mm. Shout out to KP from KC5. He says they're women kings now. Wakanda kings, sisterhood. So, shit. 
Y'all ain't go see the woman king. I ain't go <laughs> see That's part of it too. I thought about that too, as in relation to the uh, topic when we talk about black men not being able to survive without black women. If black women embody this strength and we're the true warriors that black men or or that we're being portrayed as the dehomini, um, as the dehomini women are, then don't black men need us? If if we're warriors and we out here fighting and, and, and chopping off heads or have the ability and the strength that that's being portrayed that hollywood is portraying us to have anyways then black men need us y'all need us listen i already know they already boycotting it listen black women are fighting for white supremacy man listen, i already know my husband like uh-uh he we've been, uh-uh. He been talking about that for since it since it came out girl on the rampage too <sighs> You know, they ain't gonna let that shit ride, honey. At no. all. Um, yeah, black women ain't fighting uh for no real fucking cause. They fighting for white supremacy, and that's how these dudes feel. So yeah. Um, wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Uh shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says yellow is the new black. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says last super chat was to say it's not a tool it's, it's, it's a, a tool, tool not an, not identity. an identity. If you if you abandon it, it's not self-hate. I um it, yeah, I don't know. Was, I don't know if I agree with that. In my opinion it is to abandon your culture like yeah. to abandon I, I mean uh, you know the thing is I, I don't hear other people I don't, you don't hear other people who, the, the very people who black men are are saying that they want to go to these other countries and get these third world countries. You want to go get them because of their traditions, because of their culture, because of what makes them who they are. That is, and that's what they're proud of. You wouldn't want them abandoning their culture, but you want to so haphazardly throw yours to the side. Is, is but it shame? But and if it's shame, that is self-hate. I don't think the but the the problem is with that if the culture has not been good to them if they never got a, a chance to experience the culture like a lot of other people and the culture has actually been more of a detriment than it's been a celebration for them. What about the culture? The culture in and of itself cannot be bad to somebody. The culture can't well, be bad. Well, I, I I I actually beg to differ. How if, can the culture be bad to somebody? If you have like D boy culture, and D boy culture has been celebrated since the late seventies, early eighties, and not and, and on so far and on, right? D boy culture is a culture. Fly sneakers, fly ass rides, uh, rims, um, jackets, our style, our dress. That is a part of our culture. Mm-hmm. A lot of people never did meet the aesthetic of that culture. Mm-hmm. And people made sure that they knew that they weren't shit because they didn't meet that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't fit into the groups, quote unquote. And so if you're an outcast from society and everybody has kind of dogged you out, including members of your own family, then when you go to some, you go somewhere else and everybody embraces you and you're feeling a certain type of love from that place, then I I, I can't say that I don't understand why they would say that because a lot of aspects have not been um, kind to them. But you know what? 
that didn't start with D boys. Like if you look back to the fifties, black people have always showboated. And if you think, if you look back and you read books about African culture, African people, if you look at Nigerians, Nigerians are showboaty. Like African cultures are very big and showboaty. They want to have on the biggest garb and they want to be seen and they want to have on the fanciest of this. Like, and if what you was look the back difference to the in 1930s how they treated their, how was, what was the difference and how they treated their counterparts. And to be honest with you, I think there was a difference in how we treated somebody when they didn't have back then versus how we treat them when they don't have now. When you don't have a, a certain look or certain aesthetic, a motherfucker can't even be polite and say, no, thank you, whatever, whatever. Everybody gotta be, oh, look at this raggedy ass motherfucker, got the nerve enough to talk to me. Who the fuck you talking to? That's where I we're don't at. see people literally putting people down for talking to them, but I see the the berating of other people. Like I see that as being something that kids do. I don't see grown people making fun of some people because you spoke to me and you don't have on clean clothes. Like that's something that children do. I don't see forty year old people clowning people because you don't have on the cleanest clothes and I have on clean clothes. But you're also talking about a culture that does not practice mental health and safety. I agree with um, that. And, or, or has healed those traumas when they did go through those traumas as children. True. So if you're talking to some people that have never got any healing from that and have always had those experiences, when they grow up, they start to hate their own culture um, a lot of their own people, um, if they studied at school and went and got their education and then went off to get higher education and trades and, and they haven't yeah. been to jail. And I'm not yes. saying that everybody you, has, but you no, get no, no. You make That makes sense. If you have past trauma from, you know, uh, you know, unhealed trauma from maybe things that from your, from your childhood and, and maybe it is something that was cultural or tied to the culture, like roasting. Roasting is tied to our culture. We find humor in everything and yep. things that we literally, that's the way we deal with our trauma though. That is tied to our trauma. Even that is tied to our trauma. Our ability to find humor in things that are not funny in, 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 in our pain is tied to our trauma too. That is a trauma response. Laughing at things, at laughing at things when you're um, in pain, laughing at things when at inappropriate times that is tied also to our trauma. But I can, I see your point when you, when you highlighted it in that way that a person may grow up wanting to disassociate from the culture because of some of the things that are attached to the culture and how that still pains them if they haven't dealt with it. Yeah. 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 I get it. Um, shout out to Nuruddin. Hey, Nuruddin. He says, Sister George, just this year on my birthday, me and a couple of my friends were having dinner at Applebee's when some beautiful sisters walked in and we tried to talk to them. They called us losers. Nuruddin always got these stories, boy. Him and Andy, they be hanging out in the same places. Baby Nuruddin be hanging out at the goddamn bus stop. We gotta Listen, get him off the bus no, stop. Oh Lord have mercy. Uh shout out to Nuruddin. I didn't again. say roasting was positive. I said roasting is a part of the culture. What did I say about roasting? Be and I said that it is a trauma response. When did I say that that's positive? Come on now. Even in that though, you think about that though. 
think about that shit. Um, when somebody is getting roasted and picked on and they don't have any fucking sense of protection. Think about that shit. No sense of protection. Everybody's talking shit or laughing at them or perceived laughter because it's hard to kind of see your way out when you're in the middle of that situation. Or I I, I can't I can't even say that I'm like I, 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 I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? It, it's sad. It's sad as fuck. You really uh, think about that shit. That shit is sad as fuck. I, I absolutely think that roasting and, and laughing at someone and, and jonesing on someone, I absolutely think that that, that that is traumatizing in and of itself. I'm not, listen, I was joked on and roasted. And so I know the trauma associated with that. I'm not downplaying that. But I also know that it is, uh, you know, that if you study psychology, you will find that that is a trauma response. So I also know that. But I also want to highlight this. There is no culture in the world that does not have good and bad. You will Thanks. not find a culture. Thanks. You can go, you can study every culture in, on the globe and you will not find a culture that does not have good and bad aspects. White people have the most demonic culture, literally the vile, disgusting things about white Americans that I have learned, you do not hear them disassociating themselves from their culture. I can literally read you passages from history books, verified history books about their culture, and you will never hear them saying, I want to disassociate from this culture. I don't want to, I don't want to claim it when I go elsewhere and find me a partner because of these vile, disgusting things that are associated with my culture. Like make it make sense. But we quick to be like, oh no, I don't want to own my culture. Like that's so painful. Yeah. You you have a point. You have a point. Let me get to these super chats, honey. Uh, shout out to Nuradine again. He says, but when some Colombian women and some and Brazilian women, um, so what happened to us? And um, but when some Colombian women, you y'all know the story with uh Nuradine child. He went out for his birthday, and the bitches called him some losers. And then the Colombian women. And the Brazilian women came up and was like, hey, papi, que pasa, papi? And, and he was excited and shit. And he did had a good birthday. Narrow, did you just narrate a whole story for him? I did. Oh, Lord. You know, we know it. Uh, <laughs> shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, yeah, you can buy fake Jordan. Nigga, don't you ever. <sighs> I want to roast you right now for even typing this shit <laughs> See, and you gonna blame me for this you gonna blame me he done found him a whole hustle he gonna go down there and uh stock up on fake jordans and come back and sell them at the swap <laughs> he said you can buy fake jordans in thailand for 20 dollars, and no one will clown you but here you would get roped it listen you really could sell them online to a couple people in the chat like food. why are you buying <laughs> fake jordans though you can make you a DH Gate account, baby. You can make money off of it. I'm trying to baby, tell don't you. Don't buy no more fake ass Jordans. You ain't even got to do that. And and then you like 75 years old. See, this is why y'all need a fucking image. Y'all need a new image consultant. Let me help y'all out. Oh my gosh. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Go get you some damn vans or some damn yeah, Converse. Some Converse. Shoes. You ain't even got to front with no fake ass Jordans. See, that's yeah. the problem. Y'all want to mm-hmm. wear fake ass Jordans and then y'all be mad child listen 
a shout out to smooth mm -hmm. he says a concrete based on your logic any black man that got lynched for dating a white woman was justified since both parties would have abandoned their respective cultures mm. you are not in support of abandoned culture right um no i didn't say that Trump, a man trying to get your ass together you've been noticing it I didn't say that it, a man would be justified in being lynched for dating a white woman. Absolutely not. Um, however, I'm going to just leave it there. No, I don't feel like being, having your life taken, you are, that would be justified. But I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, child. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, look, it's DJ Noth. Wait, 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 wait. Shout out to DMAC the trucker. He says, see, Rose, we get it. You you, you too pro-black and you ain't going. Like ain't, said, ain't, like, ain't, ringer, ringer. ain't ever uh, abandoning my culture, ever. Like, there's some things that I am not proud of regarding black culture. Like, y'all piss me off every day. I get really, like, I be shamed. Like, damn, like, why are we like this? Like, y'all are really sick. And it pains me to see some of the things that my people do. But you won't ever hear me being like, oh, I'm going to abandon my culture because of it. No, it, it, you know, this is who I am. Um, a shout out to DJ Noth. He says, African-American culture is horrific. Marching for D-boys, killers, and robbers just because they're black. Um, now we celebrate strippers and ratchets. Long as you black, it's cool. But if you sell, if you speak against it, you a coon. Uh, see, okay, certain aspects of that, I do feel like you're absolutely spot on, but you can't sit here and say that you ain't been to some banging ass barbecues. You ain't never been on a cruise with black people when we all know the same dances. You ain't never been in um a club or a concert and everybody knows the words to the song and you feeling that energy. You can't say that when um Thanksgiving comes around and there's certain things that is specific to black people. Baby, you getting on the like listen, you doing the electric the phase table, out there, the domino game, doing some pity pad, baby. Black like, family reunions. Like it's certain things that's specific Facts. to our culture, certain phrases, keywords, A A B E, certain things like like I, I absolutely oh you know what i love when i see things like on twitter on social media and it'd be like what show like and it's like those fill in the blanks like what would your mama say if you know like fill in the blanks like what would she say if such and such and all black people know it like that is culture and i would never yeah. abandon that or want to give that up or be you know, like shame to be a part of that. That's me. That's who I am. That's like that is that's saying that I'm ashamed to be me, and I'm not. Going up, uh, growing up in the church and seeing all the women in white with a usher stuff. Kid Claus, that's not all that it is. But they, but you see how they'll try to reduce our shit to. You know what? Exactly. Pop, Nobody uh, says that about West Indians. Up. That's all it is: is smoking weed and whining, like like doing the wine, like like come on, like that's 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 foul. Child. But like I said, we didn't got so far off topic. But anyway, right, child. It's just uh, you know, natural progression of conversation. <laughs> Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, "Everywhere I go." I get reminders of what I am as a black man. However, I have not and will not play in the victim Olympics be, because 
regardless of what type of system I am under. Shout out to you, Eugene. And that, that's that's a big thing. Um, because we all go through adversities. We all go through some shit. We've all been through some shit with our people. Um, but you know, it, it's interesting because you have some people that's actually willing to stay the course and you have some people that's like, fuck it. That's true. That's yeah, true. Girl. I'm gonna be here. Honey. And ain't yeah. going no motherfucking where. <laughs> At all. At all. Child. You got some um, more stuff, child. We didn't got so far off. I don't even know. Let me just ask this. Um, do you... What what value do you think that black women have? Do you think that black women have any value like to black men? Do you think that there's any value that black women can bring to black men? Um, if black men are trying to replicate um their skin tone and the purity of their quote unquote race, then yes, mm -hmm. I, I do. Um, I think that women, if a good woman is a good woman is a good woman, I don't mm -hmm. care what race, color, whatever she is, a good woman is a good woman. And if she's a good woman, she's going to add value automatically. Um, it's just who she chooses to be that good woman for who they choose to be great men for. And they're tired. Um, I think, like I said, you know, a lot of this shit does seem like a trauma response. A lot of them are just like, fuck it we tried or you know um they did enough to me to where i say fuck them and i'm out you know i ain't got to deal with this shit especially if i go to another country and i receive all the love and the attention that the women on my soil should be giving me and i go to another i i can uh come to america and nobody even pay me any fucking attention but if i go to brazil colombia wherever and all these women are dropping at my feet. Um, you know, I could pay for the pussy outright. Ain't nobody <laughs> tripping about it. America, it's too many stipulations, too too much shit that goes in a woman's favor. And men don't feel like they they have uh any real opportunities here, mm -hmm. especially with the women to succeed. So um yeah i listen i understand that and i have a, an opinion on that to be completely honest i think that it's like this um i i understand like black men's plight as it relates to their issues dealing with black women like listen i, I get it bro like i understand but i think a lot of it too is i think it's uh, part of it is ego I think that for black men, we have a lot of non-select black men and they're able to literally, I think the largest part of it is that you can take a non-select black man and he can go to a third world country and get a woman who I've heard men say like on TikTok, a man can, you know, from the US can go and get a woman in Brazil who is, you know, like it, who would make a Atlanta 10, who would really be a Brazilian six, <laughs> you know, who, who would make a, a yeah, make I'd be calling like a six in Brazil. Yeah. 
Like I, I hate that kind of shit feel. because an attractive woman is also an attractive woman is an attractive woman. But you know, I say that to say, like literally, he can go get a woman that is stunning, a woman that would not look his way, that uh, a woman of that caliber, he in the U.S. would not even look his way. That is very. Um, that is very, you know, that that's a big ego boost to a man. And yeah. I think that that is a large part of it, you know, to not only to be able to get with a woman like that, but to get with a woman like that, who's going to submit to you, like, yeah. hello, what, like, really, like we could, we talk about all the other stuff till we're blue in the face, but bottom line you can go get a beautiful stunning woman shapely who cares if she got two kids she's gorgeous and she's submitting to you and yeah. ain't gonna get you no lip baby pack your bag bring them kids let's go you know? yeah and and that's how a lot of our men are feeling like what the fuck is the point in putting up with this shit if i can go and really get a better deal by being someone else i don't have to uh play all these uh jumping from one foot to the other i ain't got a monkey mm -hmm. dance with these hoes mm -hmm. i can be exactly who i am and she'll accept me not yep. only will she accept me she'll give me a sense of security by being with her mm -hmm. and how Bring can little pedro and little maria let go i always wanted to be a stepdaddy <laughs> listen i'm gonna get them an air mattress i'm gonna put them on a futon in my living room like i only got a studio but we gonna make it work <laughs> you ain't never gonna be shit bro i'm trying to tell you, you they will figure some shit. stuff out my mama babysit the kids <laughs> Decided to be stepdaddies now. <laughs> yes. I, fuck, fuck Tyrone. They'll leave their own I'm goddamn trying kids. Trying to go be a stepdaddy to somebody else's child. Yes. I, I seen this guy on 90 Day Fiance. Um, uh, he had, I think she was, yeah, she was Brazilian. I mean, he got a thin and hairline. He bring her back to his house. It's nasty as heck. She got a son, son sleeping in the bed with them. And oh, I seen him. Girl, they had like two fucking kids after the, fact. the couch and stuff. His apartment all dingy and dirty, baby. Did they he take her nice to the goddamn swap meet to get to take her shopping? Yeah, she like this is America. Like she was like, oh, girl, like, they had like one or two kids. Now yeah, they, they had. Uh, I think I think they had two. Yeah, and I think he hurried up and knocked her up. One. But yeah, uh, she 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 was like you broke. You ain't got no yeah, money. She was. And he she was mad as shit. He was. Oh, you brought well, me listen. here to the fucking swap meet. Like she was like, bitch. She, he took her to the swap meet. Like he didn't even take her to Rainbow. Like bro, come on. But he, he was. That was his way of trying to bet her. Did you? Know he could have took her to five seven nine to bet her. <laughs> like, oh, homeboy was like. She better take the goddamn. To vet uh, her, like you brought me to this dirty apartment. That's vetting enough. Oh, Levi's and shut up. <laughs> he brought her to that apartment. That was vetting enough. The baby all cock blocking up all times of night, jumping on the bed. <laughs> I can't fucking breathe. <laughs> Cause that show what happened, yo. Uh huh. This I'm shit was crazy. Let me get to these super chats. Shout out to Black Wizard. Thank you so much, Black Wizard. He says, Black culture flourished when we were constantly talking 
targeted by death and hatred. Men are functional. Men that are functional are pioneers of their life and people relish in destroying each other or watching destruction. Our culture is way different. I agree with that second sentence. Men that are functional are pioneers of their life and people relish in destroying each other or watching destruction. I agree with that. And the thing is, when we were flourishing, like that's what brought us together. We were united by our, you know, by the fact that people were being targeted. And that's so unfortunate. But you're right. Black wizard. Okay. Shout out to Smooth. He says, if you don't think a life should be taken, that taken, fine, that's your culture. But would the white men be wrong for reacting how they did after all? They would have the right to respond how they want to, right? What is he referring to? If you don't think a life should be taken, fine, that's your culture. But would the white man be wrong for reacting how they did? After all, they would have a right to respond how they want, right? I'm not sure what he's referring to. I thought he was referring to one of your statements from earlier. But I don't know which one. I just said so much, child. About a life being taken, though? I don't know what he's talking about, about a life being taken. I think y'all was going back and forth about white men dating. I don't know. I don't know either. Sorry, Smooth. Uh, shout out to Nuruddin. He says, Sister George C. Rose, we wanted to have our fun with the women that look like us, but they sure showed us what they thought of us. Mm-hmm. If you they had a hat on some Amen. real Jordans, you probably would have made. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Nuruddin, I'm waiting for you to go overseas and find your wife. Shout out to Marcus Lightfoot. He says, honestly, the way I see it, you have a bunch of non-select black women and black men losing mm-hmm. the dating market. Not all, but a lot. Mm-hmm. Market that is absolutely I can't key. disagree. That is key because that's exactly what's happening. A lot of people are losing at this fucking dating market. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a man is saying, you know what, if it's guaranteed over here, that's where I'm gonna go with it. I, I can't be mad at that. Mm. He has a, a, a much better chance in getting that ass and, and getting what he wants in another country. So I, I think, you know, that it makes all the sense in the world to me at this point. But you it's know, guaranteed wherever he's going to pay for it. It's guaranteed wherever he's going to pay for it. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, They still feel like it's better than paying and not receiving the same type of benefits. If they getting five-star treatment, somewhere versus your little four star ash uh two star ash treatment <laughs> yeah child they like uh-uh mm. we out becky makes better tacos yeah and to be completely honest like i said i know that the black community is fractured beyond repair at this point i have kind of backed off and i agree with danny's stance earlier she said you kind of have to allow things to have like really at this point you know, I'm letting things happen naturally and organically. Black men are saying they're done with black women. Black women are saying they're done with black men. You know, I feel like if we are going to come back together, I certainly won't be the steward of bringing black men and black women together, but I still can continue to facilitate conversations. Um, I think that, you know, black men will go out and, you know, Um, continue to find partnership with women of other races. And, you know, I think that more than likely they'll see that most women are the same, you know, especially if they bring them back here to the States, they'll be like, damn, once they get a taste of the freedom, all women are the same. And then black women are going to be like, the grass ain't so greener on the other side. 
uh, we might as well deal with our own or not. So, you know, and whatever happens, happens. So, yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Well, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Um, we have a really, really fire show coming up on Sunday. Oh, yeah. We we almost done with with uh with ladies month. <laughs> Y'all lady. We got one more. So stay tuned. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna troll y'all this time. <laughs> they said we've been trolling them all month with these topics. I don't think. Well, I mean, <laughs> shit. Listen, y'all been whooping on our ass every damn time I, I open my mouth. I'm getting beat up, so y'all can catch this troll shit. And the thing is, like I said, I listened over there at Rogers, and I really felt some type of way. Girl, like to literally, I, I would have jumped up there. I'm and trying to tell you, like as a black I'm woman, <laughs> I just felt like invisible, like not seen at all. Like for black men, that shit hurts. I'm trying to tell you, like it I hurts. really feel like black men and black women are so disconnected like we don't know one another i feel like we're 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 basically strangers we yeah. don't know one another and that does hurt because the one thing that we always had was our connection to one another and that is the one thing that i've always relied on and the one thing that you know has kept me um uh kept me with black men like damn like the, the the strong connection that i have to my men has been like everything to me but now Thanks. i'm feeling like we're strangers they don't even know us they don't see us because and a lot of it i feel like they're blinded by this disdain that they have for us and we're in the same way blinded by the disdain we have for them so yeah yeah, yeah it, it it's crazy as hell um, because like every time you log in, it's just people against people against people and nobody's trying to understand where the other party is coming from. Yeah. And and that's the shit that's disheartening because there's a lot of the same fucking arguments made on both sides. And I'm like, y'all make I the agree. same damn and arguments. Let me. Yeah. And Gaston's your Gaston's world. You're right. Um, we are married. And my husband absolutely saw me. My husband is my husband is elevated consciousness. My husband has been conscious since he was 11 years old. At 11 years old, he changed his name from a white surname to another name because he was conscious. And he has elevated beyond this room as a result. So he is a different type of man. But I like my brethren that, you know, I am connecting with and engaging with to also see me but you know it, it, not everybody will so you know it is yeah. what it is but a shout out to everybody that came through. Hit the like button. It wasn't too much of it. wasn't that bad of a troll. Y'all love DJ. No, listen. We do topics that we want to. We want to. First of all, we have to give y'all some pushback. We cannot talk about the same. Have the same circular conversations. This wasn't necessary. And the topic may say feminist misandrous, but we're going to explore topics that the misandrous are talking about because we want to. Get you guys this perspective and dive into those topics that the misandrists are talking about so that you know we can um explore it from different angles. That doesn't mean that we're feminists and misandrists. Hello, but yeah, 
Um, no, that's all like I, I said, you only as good as the last hit you into for the fucking space. <laughs> Baby, child. you better say it. You better Honey, say it. If you ain't getting your ass beat unless you <sighs> others. You know, uh-huh. they don't require shit from others, but then they won't, um, fuck, they wanted them blood from us. I'm trying to tell you. We see you niggas. <laughs> I ain't fooling with these fools. But anyways, um, that's all I got. Thank you to everybody who super chatted us. Definitely appreciate y'all. Um, This was a good conversation. It went a little bit different, but I got to stop trying to predict how the topic will go. I'll be having my questions, but I'm going to just consider them just in case questions because I like organic conversation. And this was an organic conversation. It was definitely a good conversation. So thank you to the chat for rocking with us and for engaging and even those who had dissenting opinions and gave pushback because that's what makes the conversation interesting. Yeah, shout out to all of you guys. Uh, like I said, hit the like button, bring y'all ass back for Sunday. Sunday's going to be a fire show. Mm-hmm. Um, so come back and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Have okay. a great night and a great rest of the week. We're out.